I put on for my soldiers, though they had to swear me in Young, humble motherfucker, but my hustle arrogant Got it all up the muscle like I'm damn Belzerian Make this trap great again, I'm a proud American I'm a proud American, I'm a proud American Boy, salute me when you see me, I'm a proud American I'm a proud American, I'm a proud American No surrender, no retreating, I'm a proud American Welcome back to Life Liberty and Real Talk. Uh, today, you know, we're just going to be recapping the year of 2020, talking about 2021, and just really chatting around personal growth, how, uh, you know, we've grown in the last year, how we've changed, how we plan on growing. Got a guest with me today, Devante Levi. Devante, how you doing today, brother? What's up? How you doing today, Luke? How you doing? Good, good. Well, hey, today, you know, we're we're winding down the hours on 2020 here and I don't know about you but this year for me has been one of the best years of my life I really had the chance to just like work on myself both from a personal standpoint from a business standpoint and you know I know a lot of people hated 2020 but I've grown so much as a person this year do you feel like that's the case for you too or like what, what are you thinking I honestly feel like that is the case for me. Like as 2020 did come above and from 2019, I was coming into 2020 rough at the beginning, but then like I did overcome a lot of things with a lot of opportunities by coming to play back, playing football, by doing a lot of things. But 2020 by becoming a better person, losing weight, becoming fit mentally and physically becoming a better person. Yeah. I think 2020 has definitely helped me become a better person so far. So I think one of the biggest things that I did that kind of just like jump started the year is, you know, during quarantine or whatever, I was just a lazy little shit, didn't do a thing, had just quit a job, hadn't got a new job yet, just was supposed to start in the new job right before the lockdowns happened, but we had to push it back. So I, I literally had like two months where I was doing nothing. And coming off the end of that, I had gained some weight. I just felt terrible about myself. Hadn't done a thing for two months. And I jumped on the the 75 hard. And I, I mean, you and I have talked about this a lot, but for the people yeah. listening that don't know what the 75 hard is, essentially it's, it's kind of like a workout program, but it's more, it's more mental for 75 days. You got to do two workouts a day. One has to be outside. You got to follow a diet, any diet. Ours was pretty simple. No junk food, yeah. no fried food, you know, no. just natural foods. Uh, you got to also read 10 pages of a nonfiction book every day, drink a gallon of water every day, no cheat meals, no alcohol. Get your 75 days right? straight. Yeah. And at least for me, you know, A, my body transformed like crazy. I, oh, I yeah. got in the best shape of my life, even though I was already in decent shape before, you know, quarantine yeah. and all that. But the mental component of it was absolutely huge. I mean, like, just it, it allows you to realize that, yeah, there are things you don't necessarily like doing. Like, did I like working out outside in the morning when it was 30 degrees outside? Exactly. No. People are People that's probably watchers don't know. We, I was, it gets cold. It gets <laughs> like, very, very cold. like, no, I hated it. But after the 75 days, 
it becomes a habit and you start to like crave things. You know what I mean? Like the gallon of water a day now, even to this day, and I've been off the 75 hard now for almost 70 days, but I still drink a gallon of water a day. It, it became exactly. a habit. The natural thing. It, it became a habit. And that's the biggest thing that I learned in 2020 was you don't necessarily have to have that discipline, you know, every single day of your life. But if you have just enough discipline to work something into your daily routine and really just hammer it home, then it'll become a habit. And then you don't have to be disciplined anymore. It'll just be a habit and, it, and you'll just do it, you know? Exactly. That's how it was for me in 2020. Like when I was, man, I, you know how big I was. I tell people that all the time. There's a lot of people see me now and they're like, oh my God, man, you got so fit and so skinny. But like, dude, who wants to be big all their life? Honestly, who wants to be 325 pounds? Who wants to go to 275 pounds? And then like, no, I can't do that no more. So that mental state, I wasn't there when I was those big and that big and sloppy like that. I was a big person, but then I got my mental state right got my, my mind right in 2020 and it helped me gain my strength back and helped me get all my body right, fit mentally and physically and just having me right for going into 2021 to become a better person. Dude, you were, I mean, like, yeah, you were hefty, but like you were a brick shit house when you were 320. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, you're still a big dude, but like you were a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the hair now makes you look like you're harder than you actually are, but back then with the body you had, even with the shaved head, it was like, I'm not messing with that kid. Can you imagine if you had that haircut now when you were as big as you were back then? Oh man. I probably Dude, like a nobody would have touched you. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, it, it would have been it would have been so intimidating. Like it was just to the point where like people seem to be like, This dude is big, man. This dude is big. I'd be like, Yeah, I don't want to be that big no more, bro. Honestly, I mean the rugby, you probably would have got you probably would have been even better at rugby because you were probably slower than you were than you are now, or even were like earlier in high school. Yeah, big time. Because when I when I first started joining rugby, I was going into rugby. I was even I was going into rugby at like two seventy, and I was pretty like I was pretty hifty at the time. But then I got to like start playing and everything like that. And and once I got the hang of it, I got really big because that was one of the things they wanted me to do was get bigger during rugby season and gain up weight so I can be a better pack player. So when I come my senior year, when I can go to the to go to college to play, it was it was a whole different breed because man, I got big. I was unhuman. It was crazy. <laughs> I, was, I didn't like that. <laughs> so what, what what were like? I don't know. Maybe the two or three biggest things that really a made you realize like okay, now is when I need to make this change. And b like, how did you consistently stick with it? Because I know that's the hardest part. You know, people. It, we're coming up on the time where people are going to start making New Year's resolutions and 90% of people are going to follow it for a week, two weeks, three weeks, maybe a month, maybe three months, exactly. but then they stop. But like, how did you get yourself to just stay on the grind day in and day out and just work? Because I, I noticed like I actually got to the point where I got so big and out of shape where I had an asthma attack. And the last time I had an asthma attack, was probably when I was like probably like eight years old. So that really like made a shock to me that I was really out out of shape, unfit, you know, unhealthy. And then after that, I was like, I don't want to be like this no more. So then I started going to the gym and I took a picture 
of myself. And I was like, I don't want to be like this person. I grinded every day. And I still I still work out every day at 830 in the morning to make sure that I stay on top of myself about that. And just and just know eating fast food and eating other things like that is like different, you know, and just taking that out of your diet is not going to it's not going to be bad for you. It's just limiting yourself. It's not it's not harming yourself. You just got to think mentally. It's all about a mental mindset. Once you get the mental part down, anything's possible for sure. This is always a grind. Yeah. And honestly, like from the working out and the diet perspective, I've tried, you know, my fitness has my fitness career, I guess you could say, or my fitness journey has been going on for a while now. You know, I mean, you knew me in high school. I was yeah. 220 chubby coming out of high school, you a, big lost boy. a bunch of weight, got down to 175. Now I'm back up to 200, but muscle, yeah. but Honestly, like the biggest thing I found in trying to lose that weight and stuff like that is a lot of people throw in cheat meals. A lot of people throw in cheat days, a lot of people. But when I was on my journey, I almost found that it's more beneficial to block out, okay, 30 days where you're not going to have a single cheat meal. You're just going to be on the grind for 30 days, then maybe take two weeks off, you know, and you'll find yourself, you know, you still won't crave those foods because you've kind of taught your body hey this is how i'm gonna eat now but you know you might have two weeks where you'll eat some shitty food whatever and then block off another 30 days where you don't have a single cheat meal because once you get it the hardest thing is getting back into the grind when you stop exactly absolute hardest thing and people and a lot of people and that's why i think a lot of people fall off when it comes to working out but a lot of people be like i like to work out i like to go to the gym but then they stop once they think that they have the right mindset to doing it but then when it's time to get back in the gym, if they need to do something else, then like, what what can they do now? You got to make sure you stay with it. You got to people, a lot of people got to stay with it. And that's why a lot of people ask me like, how'd you get so skinny? How'd you get so fit? Because I'm still sticking with it. I've been at it for a year and a half now. A lot of people don't even know that. A lot of people think, oh, they're so used to me being so big. But I've been at it for a year and a half of trying to lose weight to make sure I get my body back to where I need to want it. You know? Yeah. No, I mean, I get it. And, you know, this year has been tough for anybody to really get that grind up. You know, you have, if you watch the news ever, you have 10 million things to be worried about. You know, you as a black man have even more things you see on the news that are trying to teach you that like, oh, you you just 2020, just give up. Next year will be better. Next year will be better. And dude, it's just like being able to block all of that out and just, stick to your guns is huge because I mean I can't even imagine I'm obviously I've been a white male my whole life like I have no experience being a black dude (laughs) but if it were me looking at the news every day being told that like I couldn't do anything and I was you know lesser than everybody else regardless of if there's truth to any of that or not I'm not arguing that point but just like if I was sitting there hearing that all day every day I'd probably give up too. You know what I mean? Like if I was hearing yeah. on the news every day, Hey, it's 2020, you suck. Don't do anything. That's crazy. And, and you know why? And, and, and I like when like, I like watching the news because like that, that kind of thing just motivates me to become a better person all around, you know, because 
being around, being around, seeing that in the public and being around, that makes me become a better person of figuring out how I can change the world as a person. How can I change the people around me? How can I change the things that I'm doing around me to make the world better? Not just for just myself as an African-American man, not just for you as yourself either as a white, a white concussion man. So it's just like, just for in general, for just for everybody, just by making the world better. What can we benefit to make the world better? Because COVID is a big thing too. That's a lot of things that a lot of people don't understand. It's not even just about race. It's not just about, it's not just about politics. It's not about that. It's a lot of things that's going on in the world. I think a lot of people should take in perspective for real. And just making the world better. A lot of people can go out. A lot of people don't understand. Just going out, changing, making somebody's day by saying hi to them can change the world. You don't know. Just by changing, saying hi to somebody can change a day. You don't know. I think a lot of people should take that in perspective. Yeah, and I mean, dude, I think watching the news this year and and every year, you know, it it's like the news majorly just reports the bad things that are happening. That's always been the case, but like this year specifically. Yeah, it was crazy. I feel like watching the news was a like everybody was drawn to it all year, but B, it was almost detrimental because you know, if you watch the news, you think, okay, we're all divided. Everybody hates each other whatever. But then you look at your personal life and like, I got friends way over here who are super involved in the Black Lives Matter movement and all that. And I got friends way over here who are like always Trumpers and all that stuff. And it's like, we're friends. I hang out with these people. I hang out with these people. These people hang out together with me. It's like, if you truly just like look in your life and in your circle, it's not as bad as the news portrays it. Like I almost feel like in 2020, there was this push to almost divide people into factions. Literally. And, I mean, I lost friends over it just simply because of who I was voting for. And regardless of if I've known them since third grade and I've met and hung out with their parents or their grandparents, or I've been involved in their life for so long, like just because of my political affiliation and where it happens to land, I've lost friends. Exactly. And that shouldn't have to divide anything. That's why I don't really care. Like, honestly, who'd you vote for? I really, I wouldn't care less because I know at the end of the day, what me and you have as a, uh, our bond and as our brothership and what we have as friends does not matter about what he, what, what, what you voted for, because at the end of the day, I know. And if I was in a situation, you would help me. Like, that's not a problem. And a lot of people don't take that into consideration because the TV puts that in their image of, oh, the people that vote for him are bad people. You know, the people that vote for him are, and it's really not. And just like you said, when you look in your inner circle and you think about it and you think about the people that you hang around with every day and you have in your circle, that is true because you know a lot of people from other sides and, and they all hang out and just everybody gets along, but the TV always makes it seem like the world's out of corrupt. Yeah. And dude, I mean, like even some of these people that I have lost touch with because of what's been going on this year and, and the election and, and whatever, dude, like even they could reach out to me tomorrow. It's like, I've known some of these people since third grade, I would drop everything to go help them even now, because that's just, that's how I am. I don't care if you are black, white, Asian, whatever republican democrat left right socialist communist if i know you and we have a bond and i know you would do anything for me i'm gonna do anything for you and i mean luckily i've been blessed that like 
all my young life kids know me and know who I am. I mean, you used to be one of my young life guys. It's like, they, they know I, I was so scared um, during 2020 that all my young life kids were just going to turn on me. But like, thank God, regardless of all of our politics and how we disagree on those, it's like, they know that I've poured myself into them for some of them, four or five, six years now. And like, they know that I would do drop anything to do anything for them. And so we oh, have yeah. that bond and you know, I'm, I'm just so blessed. I, I thank God every day that I didn't lose any of those relationships because dude, I was so scared going into and, the end and of that's this year. Like, and that's how you know you're a good influence on a lot of kids around you when you became a young life leader because I didn't even know what young life was and and bringing me around y'all, I did open up my eyes about God, open up my life a, a lot a lot about friendships, I open up my life a lot about community, but like what it really becomes a brother, what it really becomes closer to God, what it really becomes a friend, like and things like that. Young life really brought that out. And being around you for the six or seven years that I've known you and being around you and understand how you are as a person. I know you, you're a really good person. So like, that is, that is the reason why. And a lot of people got to take that in consideration, not just by thinking about one thing. Oh, because the TV said this, think about the bigger picture. How long have you known this person? I've known him for a long time. So I'm not going to worry about what this TV's talking about. You know what I'm saying? No, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I appreciate that. Cause you know, like I try and as a young life leader, you know, I try and not only be, a role model and like the guy you guys can go to, to, you know, come with your problems or whatever. And I'll help you walk through it. But also like, I truly try and just be a friend. It's, it's funny. Cause a lot of my friends in college, like freshman, sophomore, junior year, whatever, I would hang out with a bunch of high school kids and they'd all be like, why, why are you hanging out with these high school kids? Like, you, don't have, you don't have young life tonight. It's like, yeah. dude, I don't care. I love these guys. Like they're my dudes. I'm going to hang out with them whenever I, I don't care. <laughs> Who cares if I'm hanging out with high school kids? Like, it doesn't matter. And now that they're a lot of my guys like you and a bunch of others are starting to get into college, it's been awesome to be able to hang out with them, you know, outside of that leader kid bond. Like now it, it they have truly blossomed into like true friendships. That's been so cool. Yeah, I know. It's crazy because like I kind of remember going to Young Life coming into colleges and seeing and I'm like, OK, this is what college is like. So like just hanging out with you got me a little comfortable with it and everything like that. So then when I did became a freshman and everything like that, I became very comfortable with school and stuff. And I was just like, OK, and then I had a resources, just like you said, I can call on you and I can shoot for help and know where I'm at and and see around and know Young Life people who are there to help me and just having those leaders around were pretty cool. Dude, honestly, regardless of what it is, whether it's Young Life or like Best Buddies or what it is, I think, and I didn't, I wasn't involved in anything until senior year of high school, but having somebody close enough to your age, but still at a different stage in life, like being in college, living on their own, whatever, but they're still four or five, six years yeah. away from you is just so beneficial I think because high school is frankly one of the weirdest times of your life you know you go through you're you have some freedoms you know but you still live with your parents and and, and you're trying to balance this like I want to be independent life with still being in your parents and then you get dropped into college where you have all this independence and you're on your own I think having somebody like for me it was Kyle you know for you it was me Mm -hmm. having that older role model to just 
be there is I think comforting regardless of if you use them as an asset or not. Yeah. Just comfortable. Just knowing, just knowing that you have that aspect, like in the back of your head, just knowing that you have that back back there, that you have that support is always a good thing. Yeah, no, for sure. Well, let's, let's talk about 2021. What are, what are some of the key things that you're going to do in 2021 to just ensure that it is the absolute best year of your life thus far? So 2021, I'm going into, so yeah, right now I'm, I'm back into football. I haven't been into football in four years until 2020 brought me back into football. But now in 2021, I'm playing football for the Muscatine Riverhawks indoor arena football team. So yeah, tune in on that. But I'm going to go into this year by being a healthy, being straight healthy mentally and physically, being way more mentally and physically healthy and stronger as a person, being more kind understanding a lot more people more, you know, getting degrees, like getting my education better, getting a degree and finally trying to get my degree to open my own clothing business and try to pursue that and help my family out and be with my girlfriend and keep the bond that me and you going and pursue my dream of becoming an NFL football player. So, so 2021 bring me. Hey man, you know, it, not very many people, you know, get get to that level. But if you're working your ass off day in and day out, I know you. I know you're a freaking workhorse. Like it's definitely not impossible. And dude, that's honestly like that's the biggest thing. If you set your dreams and your your aspirations too low, like okay, you've set a ceiling for yourself at that point. Exactly. But if I'm shooting for, you know, let's say I'm making. $200 a month right now, you know, mm -hmm. hypothetically not making any money, struggling, whatever. And I go around and I tell my friends in two years, I'm going to be making 500 K a year. They're going to look at me like, are what? you, you on drugs? What do you, you're a broke kid right now. What are you, what are you talking about? Exactly. But then that just fuels it. You're like, okay, well now I got to prove all these people wrong. And you're going to work your absolute ass off to get to where you are. There's this quote, um, that I love. And it says, people greatly overestimate what they can do in five months and greatly underestimate what they can do in five years. Hmm. Like every, every year I sit down and I write down my one year, five year and 10 year goals. And I make them damn near impossible. Like so impossible. My 10 year goal right now, is some of them are take a company public been working on like that. That's our goal for 2030 for, for the Omni companies, take, take a company public, making over a million dollars a year, you know, be married. Oh yeah. Just have two vacation homes, have a Lamborghini, you know, just things that are like so far fetched, not the being married part. Cause that better happen in 10 years, but you know, it's just things so far out there that anybody that I'm sitting here talking to would be like, yeah, right. Yeah. Yo, you're not, you're not going to get there. But that just fuels the fire over and over and over. When people tell me you're not going to get there, you're not going to get there. That makes me want to put in 10 times more effort to get it done. Exactly. And then when I get to the top, I can just shine, just shine. And that's so where, that. dude, a lot of people get, they think small so many people, if there's one shortfall for most of the people that I know in my life, 
they just think small, you know, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go out, I'm going to get a college degree, I'm going to work, I'm going to have fun, I might have a family. It's like yep. just these, these quote, normal things. It's like, okay, but you're, you're setting a ceiling for yourself. If those are your goals, that's fine. Those are all good things. But like, you're never going to be more than that. Exactly. If you set it astronomical goals, take, take your yearly goals, multiply them by 10. That's what you, you should be striving for. Exactly. Will you get there? Maybe not, but maybe you'll get five times better than your original goal. And then you're way on track, more on track than you were if you would have just set that one tiny little goal. Exactly. <laughs> think about the bigger picture. Like I always say, just think about the bigger picture. That's what a lot of people don't do. A lot of people think that just, oh, failure is okay. It's okay to fail in life. Failure is a thing, but you also can learn from failure. A lot of people got to understand that. So. I think there's really no such thing as failure. If you take what happened, learn from it, and don't make that mistake again. I think exactly. people a lot of times mistake failures for just simple mistakes that you make. You know what I mean? And if you take whatever happened to you, let's say you're trying to start a business, it goes under. Okay, take what you learned from that. And then the next time you try and start a business, you'll know where you messed up here, 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 and here. Learn from that, grow, and then maybe next time it'll be more successful. Okay, maybe that one goes under too. Next time, you'll learn more. You'll learn more. Boom. Next thing you know, in five years, you have a profitable business, whatever. And I'm using business just because it's what I know and what I'm involved in. But it goes with anything in life. You know, you're trying to make the basketball team in high school. You know, you go out for it freshman year. You don't make it. Okay. Work your ass off. Go to a local court. Work on your game every day. By next year, you might be be able to make the team. Exactly. Okay, then, then you make the team, then you're not starting. Okay, work your ass off in practice every single day. Go to the optional practices. Go above and beyond. Then the next year, you'll see the floor. Yep. You know what I mean? It, it takes time, but if you learn from it, things and you work on them day in and day out, it's going to hit eventually. Yep, and you'll get there. And a lot of people got to take that stride, and a lot of people don't want to take that leap. I think they should. Dude, I mean, it goes back to uh, another episode that I was talking about and just how our culture is right now and how we're so complacent with just doing the things that are expected of us and wanting to be celebrated for things that are expected, like going to work every day. Like that's, that's expected. You're not doing anything above and beyond. I think people, at least in our generation, are so complacent with just skating by and doing the minimum and I don't know how that mindset's going to change but at least in my mind in 2020 like I'm going to go put 150 percent into literally everything I do and I'm going to crush it in 2020 2021 2021. yeah but whatever yeah we're going to go through that two-month period where I still write 2020 on everything yeah, I know it's going to be crazy because a lot of people are going to forget it's like literally like it's New Year's Eve. But like, yeah, just like you said, going into 2021, I'm going to I'm going to give my effort 150 percent more, too, because like I want to try to be the best I can be. I want to be the best I can be. I want to be the best person I can be all around. I want to be 
the best person I could be for people around me in my life, the best person I could be for just in general when it comes to me being me and just understanding and just keep pursuing with God and, and understanding 2021 as a person. So, yeah, well, hey, I mean, we can wrap this up here, but if, if there's one, one or two things that you want to leave people with for 2021, um, their mindset, goals, whatever, you know, what, what would they be? I tell people, if you feel like you need to go and work and want to go pursue your dream, don't ever be afraid to go take that leap. But you don't know what opportunities might bring you and wear your mask. The more you wear your mask, COVID will be over. Wear your mask, people out there. <laughs> and have a safe New Year's Eve. Have a good New Year's. Stay blessed. Yeah, that's all I got, buddy. All right. Well, hey, the one thing I'm going to leave people with today is whatever you think that you're capable of, you're capable of more. So you, you set yourself a goal multiply it. That's what you're striving for now. Regardless if you hit it or not, you're going to be further along than you were for your original goal. And that's just a fact, you know, big ideas, big dreams. That's how you get things done. When you have something huge to look forward to and strive for, even if you don't hit it and you can see progress, that's enough. You know what I mean? Hey, if you, if you like the show, Give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, at LifeLibertyRT. Devontae, thanks for coming on. Until next time, see you guys later. Staying tall for my brave ones. Republicans since day one. I caught the P with my Trump check. You Democrat, I can't fuck with that.